Hey everybody, welcome to Save Your Sorry, where we talk about the rise and fall of your favorite or rather least favorite celebrities. I am your host, Katrina Rochelle, here with my best friend and co-host, Jose Angel. Now today, Jose is going to be telling us about a celebrity and we're going to discuss it. Who do who do we have today? Today we'll be talking about Angela White. Do you know Angela White? Angela White. Angela White. No, I do not know. Maybe you'll know is. her more by her stage name, Black China. Bro, not you setting me up with these names. <laughs> <laughs> I always love to do that. Oh, okay, Black China. Gotcha. Interesting person you chose. Yes. And Black China stands before us accused of possibly the worst crimes when it comes to Hollywood. Oh. And that is she is a social climber. That's the worst crime? They apparently. I was <laughs> say, ain't it full of these fucking social climbers? <laughs> I see social climber get thrown out a lot when people are talking about China. And they say it, you know, in the comments and everywhere. Like, it's such a horrible thing. Mm-hmm. Me, personally, I love social climbers. Their ambition is unmatched. Black China has also found herself the enemy of one very powerful family. And that is the Kardashians. Mm, a family full of social climbers. <laughs> yes. A lot of people love to hate the Kardashians. So China does have some people rooting for her. I'm rooting for you. By the end of this episode, I want us to know how China became famous. And is she the hero or the villain of the story? Okay. So I... Didn't know what I was getting into, Damon, but, you know, she's been in the news lately, so I'm like, I want to know. I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Black China was born Angela White on May 11th, 1988, making her a what? What season are we in? Um, I don't know what that is. Is that a fucking Aries? No, we just left Aries. Taurus. Taurus. Oh, I don't pay attention. <laughs> I knew it wasn't a cancer. Yeah. I didn't really see anything that said about China's childhood. It seems like she was living a normal life in Maryland. At 18, she started stripping to pay for her tuition and moved to Miami. Mm, and just she like just, me. just like you. <laughs> <laughs> and she just couldn't do both. China claimed she was fond of sleep in class and she decided to drop out. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm sorry. It is kind of crazy. Like you got this job to pay for your, your college. And it's like, man, I can't even stay up for college. Unfortunately, that is how it works out in a more serious way. (laughs) When she told her mom about this, her mom was like, if that's what you want to do, be the best at it. Yeah, you shake your ass like nobody shook her ass before. And I'm just just talking shit. No, that's probably what her mom said. All jobs. Oh, yeah. But that's probably what her mom said. And having seen her mom on TV shows and interviews, I'm pretty sure she said that. Mm Mm-hmm. Shalena Hunter, more commonly known as Tokyo Tony, is a wild character. Yeah. And Tokyo Tony didn't get her name to kind of go along with China's. That's what she claims. Uh, what but, my dumbass just said, what do you mean China, Tokyo? Yeah, China, Tokyo. But she claims this is how she got her name. And I'll just say her quote, leaving out a few N-words. <laughs> just a few? You don't want to <laughs> I don't know how many were in there. I know there was at least one or two, but like I was like, let's just take those out. All right. <laughs> so this is her quote. See, before I became a godly woman with my own vices and faults, I was a wild-ass bitch. Carried blocks and everything. 
I'm from DC. Everybody knows this. Miss Tony was the name. But then my daughter got in, into an issue and it turned into Tokyo. Because the person that was fucking with her when I came down and put that thing in his whole motherfucking face named Jason and his boy, waving that motherfucker, he said, God damn, you worse than a motherfucking storm in Japan. I said, motherfucker, call me Tokyo. And it never went nowhere. Because everybody that was around every time I came to her house, hey, Tokyo, and it just stuck. And I've been Tokyo ever fucking since. Okay, that never fucking happened. <laughs> That's for like knowing Tokyo that I know her. That never fucking happened. <laughs> she said that I got into an argument with a man who was fucking with my daughter. You know, put the Glock in his face. And this man... <laughs> who is now being held captive with a gun in his face says, damn, girl, you in Japan. And in response to him saying that crazy statement that came out of fucking nowhere, she says, call me Tokyo. <laughs> and then Everybody like clapped, and from that day forward, she was Tokyo. There was the the neighborhood big mouth was walking by at that time on the phone saying, Girl, guess what? I just seen (laughs) Tokyo (laughs) and just started spreading the nickname. Oh my gosh, that's the story right there. Mm -hmm. I 100% believe she tells everyone this story, and she's like, Yeah, just call me Tokyo, like you know. She made herself that name, and I don't know if she got it before or after China, but I have a feeling she probably got it after China. You worse than a storm in Japan. <laughs> That's killing me right now. Okay, all right. How China got her name is not as interesting. Her first stripper name was Dora Renee, and that Do soon what? changed to Cream when okay. she moved to Miami. While working there, she met a black man with almond-shaped eyes named Black China. And asked to borrow his name, and it stuck. She met a man named Black China and asked to borrow his name. Yep. And that's how she got it. Girl, you worse than a storm in China. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm sorry, Black China. You, I see why Tokyo made up her story. That is boring as hell. <laughs> oh my goodness! I think you're trying... walking somebody's face. I was trying to watch an interview of Tokyo Tony with Tasha K. Oh my gosh, why would you do that to yourself? Well, okay, Tasha K, I know people, some people hate on her. I'm but not a fan. The, the interviews I watched of her, she did come off very, like a good interviewer. Okay. But the whole time she's talking to Tokyo, she asked her literally like one question, and Tokyo's just going off on this story, contradicting herself, going back and forth, and I'm like, I can't watch this, Tokyo. Yeah, no bueno. So, China, back to the story. China is working at King of Diamond Strip Club. And it's mm-hmm. one of those clubs that a lot of hip-hop stars end up going to when they're in Miami. Hell yeah. <laughs> Besides dancing, Black China is also working as a model. She was on the cover of Dime Peace magazine. And then uh, appeared in Straight Stuntin' magazine. Some of and- my favorites. <laughs> And this one, Black Man's Magazine. Oh my gosh, I, su- I subscribe monthly. 
<laughs> in 2010, much to the surprise of China, she was name dropped in Drake's song, Miss Me. Interesting. I, I probably could remember that, but I can't recall the bar. Do you have the bar on hand, sir? Of course I do. And I'm going to say, as I do as a professional. <laughs> in it, he raps. Call up King of Diamonds and tell China it'd be worth the flight. I'll be at my table stacking dollars to the perfect height. Mm. That means Drake has looked in Black China's eye, if you know what I mean. But <laughs> I gotta put that girl on the song. From here, she was cast by Kanye West to appear in the music video Monster. Really? Yep, she was a little rapper by the name of Nicki Minaj, Body Double. Oh, that's crazy. If you know the video, China was the one tied up sitting on the chair. Yeah, I haven't watched that video. <laughs> ever? No, for some reason, I don't think I ever knew that Monster had a video. Huh? I've always just listened to Monster, um, like, you know, on a music app or YouTube. I never watched a video. I think it was years after Monster was released that I realized it did have a video. Now I gotta watch it. She had a she had a connection before she even knew she had a connection into the future Kardashian world. China explains during the recording of the video they did actually tie her up and put a bag on her head, and she was nervous until Nikki arrived. Just having that female energy helped calm her. And I'm just wondering how long did they have this girl tied up for? <laughs> like how she was explaining it. It's like, like who the hell was she around? Well, she's like, oh my fucking god, is they gonna release a bitch? I think she said like Rick Ross was there, and like you know the male rappers were there, but yeah, that yeah. would kind of throw you off just a, a tad. And they're just like, get in the chair, get tied up. Mm -mm. In 2011, she was in Tyga's music video, Rack City. <laughs> <laughs> And they would soon start dating and have a child in 2012 named King. Mm -hmm. Also in 2012, she appeared in Nikki's music video, Come on a Cone. Uh, one, of, one of my favorites. <laughs> the video or the song? The song. Never oh, okay. seen the video. That's one I didn't know I had a video either. And I think that one was more like a promotional for like the re-up. Yeah, because I was like, I would have heard of that. Yeah, it's not really a video. It's just like a, a bunch of famous people. No one of those. Yeah. She has also been name dropped in other songs like Future's 2016 song, Drippin'. Where he... in your face. <laughs> <laughs> no. Where he raps, I got fine bitches on me just like China. Here's a chance for you to prove it, girl. Line up. And that's a Future song? Uh-huh. That's crazy considering what happened between them later. Yikes. No, I did not put that in here. Well, you want to say it? A short, long story short, uh, I, I don't remember the year, but um, they had a fling together and um, shot his uh, music video for the song. I think it was like Rich Sex or something. Rich Sex, sex yeah. Yeah. They shot a video together and um, like they were acting all lovey dovey together. And she went on like Twitter or Instagram and like posted. Her wrist that had a tattoo with that said future, uh -huh. like she tattooed his name, and then like shortly after, future tweeted out he was single. I I saw that. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> There's so many little stories that I just could not include in here because they were like a thousand hours long. My bad. No, but that's a funny one. 
But that's crazy. And she eventually too. got it covered up, but uh-huh. that's embarrassing. In 2012, Nikki rapped Tao Taiga looking <laughs> for this bitch called Black China in the song I Love Them Strippers. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a good ratchet one. And that was actually the first time I ever heard of Black China. And I think I asked you, who's Black China? And you're just like, oh, she's some video girl. Don't you dare try to say that I, I downed her career. I, you, you kind of did. I said one of the most successful <laughs> Black women in the business catering to the men who appreciate and admire her body type who winds around the pole occasionally. In 2017, Nikki raps on Yo Dottie's song, Rake It Up. Mm. Brought out the pink Lamborghini just to race with China. Brought the mm. race to China just mm. to race in China. Mm. And Black what? China. Let's go say the rest. Say the rest. <laughs> say the rest. And Black China is also in that video. <laughs> Real thick with China. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, <I'm hilarious. laughs> in 2013, China enrolled in a makeup artist school. She launched 88 Fin. An online clothing boutique. And in 2014, she opens a beauty bar which offers makeup courses. And she's making money moves so she doesn't, you know, have to dance anymore. She stops dancing. Mm. Now to get into some of China's run-ins with the law. In July 2008, she was arrested and charged with four counts of second-degree assault and disorderly conduct. I couldn't find much about it, but all charges were postponed and the case is inactive. Hmm. Interesting. Again, in 2008, but in August, she was charged with theft of over $500. Again, I couldn't find much on this one. It was before she became famous, and I don't really know if anyone is really digging that much into her past. In June 2011, that case was postponed indefinitely. It seems to me she is most likely doing her time or her paying her fines and it's going away. Like, I ain't got no interest in pursuing it. Maybe yeah. I don't have no evidence, or maybe it's not worth it. In 2008, one more time, at this point, China was 20, and she must have been going wild because three arrests, but she's pulled over, and when the officer who pulled her over realizes she has more than 20 driver license suspensions... <laughs> Damn, 20? <laughs> yeah. He arrests her, and she has to pay a fine, and that seems to be the end of that. Did she get violated 20 times or she literally got her her license suspended and reinstated 20 times? I think it was different violations. Either I was about to say, either way, ridiculous. Yeah. I don't think anyone cares about these arrests, so they don't really hurt her career or image. Yeah, because we don't know the exact details, so she kind of gets a pass. And again, those arrests stem from 2008 before she became known to the world. Mm-hmm. August 10, 2014. Tyga is spotted at Kylie's 17th birthday party. He is 25. Yeah, he's nasty. Tyga's nasty for that Kylie shit. And the Kardashians family nasty for allowing that shit. That was crazy. August 12, 2014. Rumors of Black China and Tyga breaking up start swirling online. Black China either moves or is kicked out of the house she shares with Tyga and their son, King. October 6, 2014, Tyda and Kylie are spotted going to dinner. November 16, 2014, Tyda does not go to a club appearance because it would not allow his underage friend, friend in quotes, Kylie, mm-hmm. into the club. 
You and can't let my underage girlfriend <laughs> drink and stay with me. And then they're claiming just to be friends. Mm-hmm. Drake has a rap where he says, Oh, you tried it so childish. Tar my name on the world stage. You need to act your age, not your girl's age. Funny coming from Drake. Who was texting a 13-year-old. But, you know, they were having a little beef at that time. Tyder called Drake fake. And it was just in the known that Tyder was dating this 17-year-old. And everybody was just like, jokes, 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 crazy jokes. I'm like, yeah, bro. And, and I mean, I granted this is not a Tiger episode, but Tiger also is a is a woman beater. So it's like, oh, fuck Tiger. Nicki Minaj also wears a shirt or a jersey, probably is a better word, that says pervert and the number 17 on it in mm-hmm. the song. Feeling myself. That's People say this was to take a dig at Tyga, who was trying to get out of the Young Money group or whatever it was. And Nikki is also friends with China, so maybe. On the other hand, it was also a $3,000 jersey. So maybe she's just just liked it. But I don't know. Maybe she liked it and was taking a dig at Tyga. I think sometimes coincidences are too coincidental to be a coincidence. Yeah. In February, Amber Rose, former girlfriend of Kanye and China's friend, says, this is her quote, Tidy's a baby. She needs to go to bed at 7 o'clock and relax. It's ridiculous. Tida should be ashamed of himself. That's how I feel for sure. He has a beautiful woman and a baby that he left for a 16-year-old who just turned 17. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's not saying anything wrong right there. He's not. It's it's all weird. It's like, bro, he's because these people are famous. They're allowed to. He's allowed to jet set with a seventeen year old. Exactly. And he got a. He he has a new uh, infant child. Chloe Kardashian tweeted out, "I was a stripper since I was fifteen years old." Amber Rose told Fox. So she's talking about a quote that Amber Rose said. She followed up with quote. Please don't worry about my sister who has a career in her shit together at only 17. People who live in glass houses shouldn't blow stones. Please stop talking about us in interviews, mama. None of us talk about you. Which, Chloe, shut the fuck up. I don't give two dams about her having a business and making money. She's just not there mentally. She's a fucking child. Amber didn't even say anything bad, so just shut the fuck up, mama. Yeah, and Chloe is notorious for having bad takes, like, yes. <laughs> and lying low-key with her takes, saying, we don't do this, or we do this, but girl. Yes. And it's like, your your sister has her shit together, and she has a 25-year-old boyfriend, <laughs> and she's 17, and she hasn't even graduated. Tyga at this point is still denying they are dating in February of 2015. Kanye goes on the Breakfast Club and says, quote, I think he got in early. I think he was smart. They're closer in age than a lot of relationships I know. Kind of justifying it. Yeah, which is so crazy. They basically it's like sooner or later we know this shit's gonna come out. So now we gotta play the he's a good guy and they they're close in age game. Uh-huh. In March 2015, Tyder posted a picture of Tyler saying, quote, certain things catch your eye, but only a few capture the heart. Yeah. Pretty much telling us where everyone knows that they're dating. And, I mean, I don't think they ever really confirm it until she's after 18, but everyone knows. I like my, 
I like my girls like I like my hearts underdeveloped. <laughs> so after this, Black China and Tylee start going back and forth a little. China posts a watch that people think Tyda gifted her. And Kylie responds with a post with the same watch, but it's captioned currently. China does an over-the-top picture of her with wax lips on, making fun of Kylie's lips. At the time, 17-year-old Kylie Jenner had a lip kit and had gotten fillers that she was denying. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. The, shit, bro, the, before, the before Kylie lips are hilarious. <laughs> oh, I ain't got no lips. No. She had a lip. And yeah, if you look at the picture of Black China, she's like over the top. She has like wax lips on and it's just making fun of her. That's hilarious. And China posts messages that seem to show Tyda wanting to get back together with her. Tyda responds with, focus on what's real in life and surround yourself with people that you really care about. It's simple. Like the 16 and 17 year olds I surround myself with daily. <laughs> July 27, 2015, Chloe says, this is a special case and people shouldn't judge and Kylie's not doing things normal teenagers do. She's in business meetings and buying her own house and going on private planes. And to that, I say, don't ever open your fucking mouth up again. Just because your mom decided to pimp out all you girls to everyone to keep you guys relevant does not mean it should have been allowed with Kylie. You're talking about her not doing normal teenage things like it's a good thing. Y'all robbed this girl of her teenage years to help with your brand. Mm -hmm. You should have been saying, hey, just because you have money doesn't mean you're an adult. Mm -hmm. Alright, you can still do all these things and establish yourself and establish your brand but how about we have you date age appropriate men and not grown ass adults who are fathers yeah just because you're rich does not mean you have that maturity level that this is a special case life Holy, bro there's yeah. a reason why you're the only sister speaking out because they don't want to <laughs> sound stupid like you yeah it's like you guys are really trying to justify this which the age of consent in california is 18. So they're really trying to justify a special case this and she's so mature because she has money and making business deals. Like, I don't give a fuck. And even if you say that, I mean, besides the fact that the Kardashian men are kind of, uh, were kind of known back in that time to migrate more to um, African-American entertainers. It's like, that was not Kylie's brand and she was still underage. So... They weren't really running in the same circles. Like he found and pursued that little girl because it wasn't like he was involved in y'all's family previously. He now, had no link. They had met, I believe, her that people can track her 16th birthday party he performed. So he was a contract worker. Yeah. And then preyed upon the heiress. <laughs> And before that, China and Kim were friends. Through. Oh, yeah, they were. Yeah, so I there is some connections that. here. That's even worse. Exactly. It's like, bro. Anyways, yeah. I wanted to include all that Tyga and Kylie stuff just to show that there's some bad blood with China, and it's been brought up a lot, but it always seems... They never say, like, why there's bad blood. They always say, you know, there was bad blood already before she started dating Rob Kardashian. But there's a reason, you know? It's not mm -hmm. like China's just being this big bully. 
Yeah. Yet. <laughs> Yet. And I don't want to say it's Kylie's fault either, because she was 17, but someone should have been an adult in that situation. Oh, and it shouldn't have to have been her. Yeah. You got Caitlyn. You got Chris. You got Kim. You got Courtney and Chloe. I mean, there's a, all the grown people had plenty of air and opportunity to stop or intervene, and they just chose not to. They said, let this girl... Let this girl get caught. We don't care. We've got we've do, made our money. She'll be rich. She can she'll survive. I do want to note there that there have been speculation of Tida and Tylee Jane together at a younger age. And China's longtime friend Treasure says it could have been closer to 15 or 16. But again, doesn't matter. Age of consent in California is 18. Mm-hmm. And like we said, another aspect to all this before we move on was China and Kim Kardashian were friends. China even appearing in some of the TV shows and just hanging out with Kim. But at some point when Kylie started dating Tyga, Kim allegedly told China they could no longer be friends. I mean, your baby daddy is stooping my sister. <laughs> my child sister. January 5th. 25th, 2016, China posts a picture and there's an arm wrapped around her where you can see tattoos on the arm. Internet people are, hey, that looks like Rob Kardashian's arm. <laughs> the baby, or not the baby. What is he, the middle? He's the the boy. The yeah, baby, he's the boy. He's the only boy. And I think he is the, he, he is the youngest. Youngest Kardashian, but not youngest of all of them, because the Jenners. Well, yeah, I forget. He is the youngest Kardashian. And Insider claims they have been hanging out with a romantic element, but they hadn't had a name for it yet. I heard on a podcast, Trashy Divorce, Rob had just got the hospital for not taking care of his diabetes and was wanting to lose weight. And he reached out to China to help him cook meals or something, which doesn't really make sense. He turned out a trainer. Mm-hmm. I saw in an interview... Treasure, China's friend of 13 years, says Rob pursued China, and at first China wasn't really into it, because at this point, Rob had gained a lot of weight, but she decided to go with him because it would help her career. <laughs> a lot of people say or speculate maybe there's an element of, you stole my man, and I'll fuck your brother type of thing. Yeah. But I don't know. I definitely <laughs> think that. I. It I might think- not be the main motivation, but with how China... <laughs> presented herself both before and after. I definitely don't think it is not crazy to think that she was like, "Well, hell yeah, I'm about to do this, and it's gonna get under y'all skin." And it did. I think there's several. I think that's an element, but I also think there's the element of this to help my career. She's a social climber. Yeah, I, I think she looked <laughs> at it from all angles. Uh huh. Like Miss. Tokyo, you worse than a storm in Japan, Tony told her. Tokyo. (laughs) So, funny thing. Hours after that picture comes out, Kris Jenner tweets out that she's having a challenging day. (laughs) And Chloe tweets out, you can do anything but never go against the family, which is a godfather quote. But yeah. it also seems to fit the situation. I'm about tired of Chloe's ass. <laughs> <laughs> she 
Just a few days later, China is arrested on January 29th for public intoxication and drug possession of ecstasy. <clears throat> she was drunk and got kicked off a flight. They say she was extremely angry, cursing, and then crying. After she gets kicked off, she goes to a bar in the airport and they refuse to serve her because she is drunk. When officers come, they're just like, you gotta leave and she won't leave. She won't move. She's like, you know, using her body weight to keep her down. She's demanding that they tie her shoe. So <laughs> they arrest her and they find the ecstasy on her. She was released on a $8,000 bail. and really got the fuck out of there, bro. <laughs> like, I cannot yeah. believe that. Not you being so drunk that you got illegal... So, uh, you got illegal shit on you and you just pushing the envelope to get arrested. If you don't take your ass off, I, I'm just sure save they, yourself some time and money. They, they were probably just like, just go. But she was like, tie my shoe. <laughs> tie black China's fucking shoe. She's required drug evaluation and counseling. Now, a lot of people have come forward saying China might have a drug problem. Tokyo Tony has said it. But I don't know if you can really count her because she's just one of those people that acts like China owes her a million dollars because she's her mom. Thank you, back and forth. Yeah. We'll talk about her a little later. Treasure has said China uses drugs and the Kardashians have alluded to it. Mm-hmm. So just after three months of dating, Rob and China do end up being engaged. And they announced they are expecting a baby. It takes a month for the Kardashians to even acknowledge their engagement, but then China and Kylie post a Snapchat together with the caption, when we've been friends the whole time. Which is obviously a lie, but it's funny. Yeah, I remember that. And uh, yeah. like, as soon as that snapped, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> and Rob, who usually hides from the camera, he's the lucid brother, he gets a show with China called Rob and China. It does really well the first episode, but does drop drastically as episodes go on. China is paid 90000 per episode. Mm. I see she was supposed to be paid 92500 for season two per episode. King, Getting that money. Yeah. King, her son, was getting paid 11700 per episode. And Dream, her and Rob's daughter, were supposed to receive 5850 in season two. Okay. Dream was born November 10th, 2016, and soon afterward, things end for the happy couple. Because it was bound to. That was a relationship made of paper and glue sticks. <laughs> so that Dream's born November 10th. The night of December 14th, so a little, a month, Rob and China are celebrating their show being renewed for a second season. And at first, everything's going good. Rob is throwing 100s at China, and they are posting to all their socials. And then things take a turn. Rob claims China was using cocaine and alcohol. While the night started off playful, it soon turned. He claims she held a gun to his head twice, hit him with a metal rod, and choked him with an iPhone charger. China admits to putting a gun to his head, but she says she did it in a joking manner, and the gun was always unloaded, and the same thing with the phone charger, she put it around his neck because he wasn't paying attention, but again, in a joking manner. Well, yeah, those are not jokes. (laughs) No. We don't don't point guns at people's heads at jokes, because that's what people do when... Like that's that that's the go-to excuse is like it was a joke, but nobody brings out a 
a gun to joke. It, it's very serious, and it, it it screams intimidation and threat, threatening. Like, bro. Yeah. Doesn't so, matter what the fuck was happening. I do believe it started off playful, but I don't think somewhere with the drinks and possibly drugs, it soon turned. She claims they only started arguing once Rob took her phone and was making jealous accusations. Now, at some point in the night, Rob calls Chris Jenner and says China is trying to kill him. The phone is on speaker and she can hear China yelling. Chris was going to go over there and not call police because she thinks, if anything, their private security can handle it. Mm-hmm. Corey gambles. Chris Jenner's boyfriend goes over there instead of Chris, and he says he walks into China hitting Rob with the metal rod. Corey alleges, allegedly sees China drop the rod, but she picks up an iPhone charger and starts whipping Rob with it. And she's doing this in front of Corey? Yes. And what is this metal rod? They just said it was like a metal six-foot rod. It had to be for something or attached to... This don't make sense. Well, that part just is throwing me off as the whole metal rod situation. Because it's like... You know, if these people were broke people, I would definitely understand that they had a metal rod laying about. Um, I'm... In my in my house or two, you could find a metal rod in there. <laughs> but these people who live in like a mansion and a, what what type of metal rod do they fucking have? I don't know. That part's throwing me off. But okay, uh, she's hitting him and then choking him with the iPhone wire while Corey has walked in. Where at this when Corey walks in, she's just whipping him with. Oh, uh, whipping him. I mean, yeah, my bad. And Corey claims he got in between them, and China's still trying to hit Rob and even hits Corey a few times accidentally. Mm-hmm. Corey claims he does smell al- alcohol on China. Rob is getting his things together, and while walking out, China jumps on his back and punches him in the back of his, the head. She also allegedly throws a patio chair at Rob's, Rob's car, and Corey stops her when she tries to throw a patio table. Once Rob is gone, Corey claims he asked China what was going on to try to calm her down, and she allegedly says that she hated R- Rob and, quote, why would I like this fat fucker if he wasn't part of the family? Okay. I don't know. That part's throwing me for a loopity loops. <laughs> What's throwing for you for a loopity loop? Okay, so here's my problem, right? Mm-hmm. I Well, here's... Let me state this. Um, I 100% believe that Black China was abusive towards Rob Kardashian. I also believe that um, Rob Kardashian... Could have been abusive to Black China. But the Kardashian family lies a lot. So while I think that Black China probably did beat the fuck out of Rob, I just feel like maybe that conversation didn't happen. <laughs> but Corey saying those things validates Rob's claims. Uh-huh. So uh, maybe that whole walk-in fight did happen, but I definitely don't think Corey stayed behind with the irate China, who apparently was so violent that she was even hitting him in the crossfire, and then calmly asked her or tried to calm her down and ask her what was going on and what what was the problem, and she said a whole bunch of incriminating, cruel things <laughs> <laughs> that line up perfectly with what Rob said. I, I, I definitely believe that the abuse happened, but I do think that they did some fine tuning on the story with with some of this. But okay, but yeah, I, I 
I'm, I'm on track. They're both so, toxic. I agree with what you're saying. Something's about the story do not make sense. Chris Jenner sent a text out to someone, and it said she beat the shit out of Rob's face. You can see Rob's face like on a camera later, mm-hmm. and his face does not look messed up. But that's she. Chris says that's what she heard, and she was just like using it as a expression. Oh Lord! So which one is it? That's that's what I'm just saying. Like I said, totally believe that these people were toxic and bad, and that they were trading blows, and that they definitely needed to be apart. But I definitely think that the family tried to cover their own ass. And Corey made these claims in the defamation case against the Kardashians mm-hmm. when Corey submitted his declaration two years prior he did not mention the table or objects when questioned on why he didn't mention them he said i don't know why i didn't include those details because we hadn't fine-tuned our story at that point so i didn't know i would need it to that's what that's what's so hard about this episode that's why is china an abuser maybe but these no one's a likable character in the story and no one's believable yeah, China's an abuser. The Kardashians are fucking liars and, mani- and story narrative manipulators. Everything can be true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there is damage to the house, and the house is owned by sister Kylie Jenner. She sees Black <laughs> China for 100000 in damages for broken doors, damaged walls, and a destroyed TV. The lawsuit would be dropped later on, and during the defamation case, it is alleged by China's team that she only broke a TV and a gingerbread home. Yeah, I was about to say, I know that case had to be dropped because uh, they were both living in there. Yeah. (laughs) I think it was Kylie and Rob were both on the suit. They sued China, and then Kylie dropped out, and then Rob dropped out. Because they probably couldn't prove it, that it was her who did all that. From here, Rob and China do end up getting back together. And it's just a makeup breakup situation where they are in the cycle, keep posting to social media that they are single or they post pics of them together. So it's really hard to say when they were actually together, when they weren't. In July of 2017, China sends a picture of her private area to Rob, but she also sends a video of her with another man. I believe Rob and China were still together at this time, but honestly, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if they know if they were together. But Rob starts posting the video to Instagram, and of course, Instagram takes it down. And he keeps doing it every time it gets taken down. Yeah, that's when I was like, yeah, y'all are both um, fucking terrible people. Yeah. Until he is kicked off Instagram, and he goes to Twitter and posts it there. And Black China gets a temporary restraining order against Rob and claims that he was physically violent, which he denied. I do want to say Rob does have a history of attacking his ex, his exes online after they break up. In 2014, he claimed Rita Ora cheated on him with 20 men and goes on to ponder how many men she will sleep with now. Mm. He never names her, but people just assume because of the timeline. And China does have an alleged history of attacking her men physically. Taiga allegedly has a six-inch star on his arm from when China was intoxicated and attacked him with a knife. And China and a boyfriend she had later in 2019 named Kid Boo got physical with her starting it by scratching him. 
And I mean, Kid Boo is not this innocent person in that situation because he allegedly slammed her against the wall and choked her in response. And that's according to TMZ. Mm-hmm. I did hear about that. After the restraining order, Rob and China is canceled. They can't film together. There is no show. They were in the middle of filming, and they had a kill fee of $100,000, which a kill fee is like to break contract and, you know, get off the show. That's what I was just about to ask. And China turned it down because she's making 90000 an episode, so it wasn't worth it. Mm-hmm. Chris Jenner emails that they need to, quote, ditch the bitch. Chloe and Kylie also emailed a network or producers or whoever saying China is toxic and they did not want her on the show. Yeah, it sounds like, well, dang, we already know how it, we haven't gotten to the end, but it's like, I don't know, that ruling was weird. Yeah, I'll get into it. Rob and China were in a three-year custody battle with Tokyo Tony coming on Rob's side saying China was on a downward spiral. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> At the time, China and Tokyo Tony hadn't spoken in two years, so China said Tokyo doesn't know what she's talking about. And this just fits in the timeline a little, so I'm adding it here. In April 2018, China is at Six Flags, and she claims someone touched Dream, her daughter. And she was reacting to that. So she got into an argument with someone that soon turned physical when they called China a hood rat. China grabs her daughter's stroller and swings it at someone twice. Dream was not in the stroller. It is said that the nanny rushed Dream and King off when things got physical. China's friends were also fighting someone. I don't know if it was the same person or another person in their group. <laughs> Get him! <'em! laughs> yeah. The fucking goofy mascots like, that would be some shit if it was like a mascot. <laughs> also, China has security right there with her. Like, China girl, just let them handle it. No, but sit your ass down. I'm going to show y'all how to really do your jobs. Yeah, the per- I think it's her security guard who actually, like, stops China from hitting the person with the thing, with the stroller. Mm-hmm. In 2019, China does get a new reality show called The New Black China <laughs> on Cut Zeus Network. Dead ass. <laughs> for 13 episodes. On there is her friend who appeared on Robin China named Treasure. Treasure claims she was never paid for appearing on the reality show. She told China was telling her the money would come after viewership came in or some kind of excuse. And this is her quote. I did everything to support China, getting her booking in anticipation that I was up next. I never was put into the position to grow, even though I was always there for China. I was her assistant, coordinator, event planner, photographer, concierge, cook, Mm -hmm. and even hairstylist. Yet I was never paid. And I personally really like Treasure. Mm -hmm. When they met, they were both dancing before China was famous. And I watched a Tasha K interview and she came off really well. The problem with social climbers, though, when they no longer have a use for you, they throw you to the side. Yeah. And that's what happened to Treasure. Yes. I'm going to try to not blame her. (laughs) What do you you mean by that? Okay, so here's the thing. I think when you see certain patterns happen, did Treasure end up suing Black China? No. Right? Okay, that's what I was talking about. When you see like certain behavior patterns start to develop of your friend 
who is like getting more and more famous as well as becoming more and more unhinged. And she's like using you more, leaning on you more, but also not paying you attention or paying you money. And then when she ultimately disrespects you and you leave and you don't try to recoup any of that money, it's like, okay, who who's really right though? It's like, you, you need to sue that bitch. Or yeah, was, is it, or was all this like friendship stuff and now that she has burned the bridge, um, you're pissed that you spent your time doing this and you weren't compensated and you're airing it out now, like airing out how she's a bad person. I think if you would watch the interview, Treasure comes off, like she explains it a lot, like how she. She's saw, real true. Yeah, how she saw like China do it to other people, but she just assumed it was like the other people doing it. Oh my and, god, that's even worse. Why'd you tell me that? The, she saw Black China. Like fuck she up. saw not fuck up other people, but she saw that China would always have like di- a different friend group. Use like, and abuse people, and she was like, "Never be me." And you gotta know, think about it. Treasure lived in Washington D.C., I believe, and China was in Miami, and then California and Los Angeles. So Treasure wasn't always around her. Okay. Understandable then. And on the reality show, Treasure claims China asked her to fill out a W-9 to help China embezzle money. Wait, who? Wait, repeat that. (laughs) Treasure claims, and it's on the reality show, Mm -hmm. that China asked her to fill out a W-9 to help China embezzle money. (laughs) And that's like the last time she's on the reality show. China's like, get out, like, you're lying. Like, they're talking about money. Yikes, she said, don't talk about all the, my my future scamming projects. Uh-huh. Damn. So the defamation case just happened. It's been in the news. Tokyo Tony does get banned from the court after going on live, talking about the Kardashians <laughs> after court. Hilarious. Saying, Chloe was shaking her fucking head off everything every juror said. You all right, bitch? Did you have some Xanax or something before you got there, bitch? She also said Chris looked like an old and and decrepit. And that she looked like the little man on the tricycle from the Saw movies. And saying they looked dead. The Kardashians' lawyers didn't think she should be in court. And China's lawyers agree. (laughs) Tokyo Tony later says she would get that judge and... That, that's a crime. Shut the fuck up, Tokyo. <laughs> like in small tidbits, Tokyo is funny. She's unintentionally funny because yeah. she should not be say- <laughs> but, saying some of the things she says publicly. Keep it to yourself so they don't know you what's on your mind. China did not win a defamation suit. In my understanding of law, which is very little in a Google search, <laughs> you need to prove four things when suing for defamation. One, a false statement purporting to be fact. Mm-hmm. That would be the abuse claims. I don't know if her lawyer really were able to prove that was not true. Two, publication or communication of the statements to a third person. That was done by Chris, Kylie, and Chloe. Mm-hmm. Kim was dropped from the suit by the judge midway through the trial. Which I didn't even know you could do, but okay, whatever. So that one, they, they did send emails they did all that so that's they could prove 
three is fault amounting to at least negligence, and four damages or some harm caused a person from the statement. She did lose Rob in China, but how can there be a Rob in China without Rob in China? They were broken up. She had a restraining order against him. But that's so, not. Just, I mean, but that's not what the case is about, though. That's what defamation is. Like you have to prove that you lost income somehow, some way. But she did. The thing is, is that, granted, I just don't think that they tried to come to a conclusion. They could have wrapped up Black China and Rob, paid them whatever fee that they wanted or whatever, if they knew that, okay, this is just not working out. We don't want them. But it, it didn't seem like the network officially gave up on Rob and China until there was interference. That's the thing. Okay, no, actually, let me reward that. Even if the network did give up on the whole Rob and China show, it doesn't seem like it happened until the Kardashians interfered, and that's where the um, clusterfuck happens. It's like, it's that's where it's like, she could be right, she could be wrong. They could have not, they could use the whole, well, of course, restraining order how are we going to film with them how are we going to do this knowing that there have been plenty of couple uh tv shows that one half of the couple did leave and even though it wasn't successful or exciting or entertaining they still continued on with the show until uh the season ended and it was canceled but um it seems like once the kardashians put their foot down and started emailing people then it seems like the network really moved their foot on just like yeah it's canceled i see what you're saying but it still doesn't fall under defamation as far as the legal terms yeah i get you and the judge agrees with me first of all <laughs> i back to like you came up with that decision it was my decision and i the called judge it agrees. and the judge agrees with me <laughs> but yeah like the whole thing about abuse like if they're spreading that as a lie i don't know i honestly don't know who i believe in this story i don't know the abuse is crazy just because it seems like they it was just a heavily abusive on both sides where but it does seem more physical from china's perspective i mean and then i saw end. i saw this woman on youtube i really wish i could remember her name right now I'm but i don't up. but she was talking about black china a lot and she was you know team china mm -hmm. and she said this was like four weeks after having a c-section mm -hmm. she said would china be able to do all this stuff four weeks after having a c-section jump on ch jump on <laughs> rob run around hit him throw a table oh hmm. it was four weeks after she had a c-section yeah like a, it was a month like Dream was born November 10th. This happened December 14th. Okay. So I, once again, I'm not going to say that she was never abusive to Rob because you, you just don't know. But I will say my mother had a C-section on her last child. And when I tell you, I have never seen my mother in more pain in my entire life. She could not move. She could not bend down to grab things. For a while, I would say weeks, of course, because they literally they they cut you up, mm -hmm. they cut you open, 
right in your pelvic area, in your stomach to get the baby out, cut through the muscle, cut through the skin. So all that, that activity you like to do, bending down, squatting down, sitting down, getting up, all that shit is extra painful and all that muscle and stuff has to rebuild itself. So I ain't gonna lie, that that does bring a little doubt in my story as far as the timeline. The events could have still happened, but that is a weird timeline for her to get violent when she's literally at one of her most vulnerable points. Yeah, I mean, you could say, you know, she was on a coke binge or something, Mm -hmm. but still her picking up a table or trying to and throwing chairs and jumping on his back, like that does seem excessive. Yeah. I thought it was excessive when I didn't know that she might have been just had a C-section. But damn, that C-section thing, that's kind of crazy. But, you know. It, it does. It throws something into the story. They got a lot of, they got too many wrenches in all their stories. It's throwing me the fuck off. I I think they are. <laughs> they, they're just, all of these people have something to hide. The Kardashians have something to hide. Black China has something to hide. Everybody has something to hide. So everybody's creating a narrative that does not expose them the most but rewards them as well or, yeah. or at least they don't have to give up as much like with the defamation suits china's trying to get her money the kardashians are trying to keep theirs it's like everybody's just trying to shape their narrative so they don't have to come out of pocket and they don't have to lose too much too many hits to the rep. i agree i a hundred percent agree tokyo tony has set up a gofundme for money to appeal the case. <laughs> and I don't believe that money would go to China or to the case. Don't trust Tokyo Tony. Just my opinion, but Tokyo is no good. Just <laughs> Tokyo. <laughs> that money. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> that money is going to Tokyo Tony's pocket. Like, if you see how she talks about China and what she expects, she expects, like, Everything China gets, she wants to. So she expects money. Mm-hmm. Girl, you worse than a thumb in Japan. <laughs> 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 so silly. I cannot. Just call me Tokyo. <laughs> she really said that. That's really her origin story she's going with. Another funny thing before we close this out. On March 30th, 2022, China made a post saying, Yesterday I had to give up three of my cars. My reasons, morals, beliefs, being a single mother, no support. I'm a mama. She filed with single, no child support. Um, girl, just read the room. You're talking about three cars where a lot of families survive just using one. Uh-huh. Tighter responds with, I pay 40000 a year, my son's school, and he lives with me Monday through Saturday. Why would I pay child support? Rob responds with, I pay 37000 a year for my daughter's school. I handle every single medical expense. I pay for all her extracurricular activities. I have my daughter from Tuesday to Saturday. Why would I pay child support? LOL. And <laughs> it's just a stupid thing. I, I don't know why she was trying to garner sympathy about getting rid of her cars. I I didn't understand that on her part. Yeah, it was like, she wanted sympathy for going without more luxury items. 
and they wanted sympathy for paying child support and being fathers. So I don't give a fuck about any three of y'all's issues. Get your shit together and get off social media. It's like you wanted sympathy and they wanted to be assholes because otherwise, why did they even comment? Hey, I feel like uh, y'all commented on one of those days. Put your fucking phone down and be with your child that you're bragging about. <laughs> I would have commented, though, <laughs> like because that's making the narrative like you don't take care of your child. Oh, yeah, I definitely understand. But it's like they comment. They, I would have made a post. Uh-huh. Show them with your children. I don't know nothing about no words. That's where we end. It's been a long ride, but it really breaks down to, do you think China is an abuser? It's so hard because some things did happen, like the revenge porn, where it's not all her fault. But I do believe she is hitting these men she's dating. Yeah, I think that um, she shows signs of being an abuser. Uh, She shows signs of getting into relationships with... um, toxic men as well and that also just exacerbating her toxic traits and it, it's just she happened to get involved with one of these big entertaining famous families so now everything's just more magnified than it would be if she was just a regular old abuser <laughs> still at king of diamonds i think a lot of people in this story are unlikable so people are going to give china a pass like kind of saying this is what the Kardashians deserve. They've met their match type of thing. And yeah, but it's like, do you want your match to be an abuse? It's like, like you said, everybody's so unlikable. It's like, you really just, we just want the children to turn out okay. Yeah, I tried. So I saw this episode saying I want to know why she's famous. I think we figured that out. She was a good stripper. She became a video vixen, a model. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's a pretty girl. She's always been like beautiful, but even before her surgeries, I feel like her surgeries but just she, yeah, enhanced she was, that. Yeah, she was. She had a different. Before people started really uh, doing a lot of mo- uh, body modifications and stuff, she was one of the first people, uh, like video vixens, models, influencers, who really changed her face and who looked different. Like her body was done. Um, she had the cheeks pierced. Um, she had the iconic long wig with the with the with the hard bang in the front. Like uh-huh. her and Nikki really pioneered that look for a while. Like she was the one who was kind of she was she gave off the trends, and that's why she one of the reasons and her death dancing she became known. And then it's so, like she only attached herself to more famous people to get up in there. She climbed that ladder. Good for you, girl. Good for you. I. I would never knock a social climber. I think it's bad to use people, but if you want that to climb that social ladder, go ahead and do it. Yeah, I mean, you'll either climb to the top or fall off or both. Uh-huh. What does it cost you? What does it what what no, has it cost you, China? Honestly, that's that's what it is. If you're a social climber, you just have to be able to uh I mean you you if anything, you just have to know to accept the consequences. It like can be lonely you're, you're at the gonna, top. Yeah, you're going to have sacrifices and people are not going to like you because you might be so ambitious you do stuff that other people wouldn't do. So which... my second thing I want to find out at the top of the episode, is she the hero or is she the villain of our story? What do you she's, say? She's the villain. She's one out of the 30 villains you've talked about. <laughs> it's, it's just all villains. It's all vi- <laughs> Nobody, 
nobody comes across good because everybody did their dirt. And not only has everybody in the story did their dirt, everybody is hiding. Or like everybody's throwing rocks and hiding their hands. Exactly. Rob is, the Kardashian family as a whole is. Everybody had a part in in doing some fucked up shit and is now just trying to um, cut their losses or be paid for it. Yeah. I, and that's where it breaks down to. They all just want money. Tokyo Tony wants money. China, Rob, all of them. Money and attention. Yeah. I don't want to say Rob doesn't want money and attention because I'm sure he does. He's just more elusive. Like elusive about it, he's more the hermit. But I feel like that's just because think... his depression and his insecurities about his body. Yeah. Plus, I don't think he wants the attention. I want. I think he wants the favor. I think he wants people to be on his side, but he doesn't want the actual attention. Yeah, that is true. That is true. And Rob he, he wants to be looked at as the hero. He shouldn't, nasty ass man. <laughs> Here's yeah, the I thing. Know. I can feel bad that you got beat on, but he was still being a disgusting, vengeful ass person to spread somebody's news. Granted, did China need to be an a, an asshole and vindictive and send him uh, the, the sex tape between her and another man? Absolutely not. But everybody knows that that is a crime. You do not put people's uh, nudes out on the internet for anybody to see it. It doesn't matter if Black China has done that herself or not. That is... that. That's just inexcusable what Rob did. Now, China, like I said before, China's abuser. China, China is not right, but Rob's not right either. Like I said, they just no, everybody got to go to fucking therapy, <laughs> and everybody needs to make sure that they don't take this out on King and Dream, and they get to leave. They get to uh, lead their King Dream dreams. <laughs> that was my probably my number one thought during this research for Black China. I was like, just go to therapy. Get something's healed. <laughs> well, good for you. <laughs> they still need to heal. Yeah, they need to heal. It's yeah. I I was trying to find a hero in the story, and there's not one. There's I think Treasure for me was the most likable character, but it made me dislike. Like I've never watched the Kardashians before, mm-hmm. but it made me dislike Chloe more. And. I never really had a reason to dislike her, but those comments were just like, ugh. I guess Amber Rose was good. I, I don't know. <laughs> that was the bright light. Mm, I guess. I mean, I had no problem with Amber Rose, but she was in here for five seconds, so I yeah. can't really say anything. Like, but the people yeah, that are nice The, the Chloe like comments were crazy. Like, <sighs> if you don't just shut your mouth. Yeah, try and justify it. Like, just don't justify it. Anyways, mm-mm, that's mm-mm. where we're leaving off with Black Child. Oh my god, before we leave off. Okay, that's not where we're leaving off. <laughs> Do you remember okay. we were in a library and you tried to tell me something and you uh-huh. leaned in and you whispered it. And you know, me being me, not paying attention, I streamed, what? Like, yeah. What are you talking that? about? And you say it again. And I said, Are you saying Black China? <laughs> <laughs> and you say no. And you're like, didn't irritate. I'm like, what would you say? Black China? Black China? Just tell me. And he said, never mind. Forget it. And I said, like, for the life of me, you told me like four times what you were saying. And for the, I could only hear you say, Black China. <laughs> I vaguely remember, but we've had a few moments like that. But <laughs> <laughs> you, 
That just sounds like you. Very and annoying. Then, <laughs> once we were out of the library, I'm like, where were you trying to tell me? You said, forget it. It doesn't even matter now. And I, I always do that. <laughs> <laughs> but to this day, I swear to God, you're saying Black China. Yeah, you were whispering it to me. I'm like, yes, what does that mean? We're just in the, the library together, and I'm just like, he needs to know these two words. Black China. <laughs> I was probably even looking around like, is she here? <laughs> She's on campus. <laughs> Out of her busy schedule, Black China has a touchdown. <laughs> That's funny. <sighs> Yeah, but she's that... in the autobiography section. <laughs> that is where we leave off for today. We do like to end every episode with some kind of media that we want to recommend, talk about, or discuss. Do you want to go first? Uh, yeah, I'll go first because mine's easy and uh, kind of quick. Easy breezy cover girl. Beautiful. And you weren't going to call me beautiful. That's a fucking shame. Um, <laughs> so, my media is a movie, and it's a problematic one, actually. Ooh. Uh, it's kind of funny because it's one of those, like, oh, yeah, I do like that movie. Oh, yeah, that is a fucked up situation. And it just jogged my memory. So, you had initially sent me a text that was like, uh, make sure you have your media, blah, 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 prepared, whatever. And I had a whole different media prepared. But then when you came on the re- the recording and saying, uh, this might be a long one, I was like, okay, I kind of got this. So, mine is the movie Poison Ivy. Uh, do you know this movie? I don't know. I feel like I've talked about it with you or on the podcast, probably not the podcast, maybe just with you. I, I know I've definitely talked about it with my family. So basically, I saw this movie when I was a teenager. I would say maybe at least like 13 years old, heading into high school. And it stars um, Drew Barrymore and Sarah Gilbert. Sarah Gilbert, who is more famously known to play Darlene in Roseanne. And a main name, uh, I think you pronounce his name, Tom Skirit. Skirit? I, I don't know, something like that. But basically, this is a story about how Ivy, uh, Drew Barrymore, comes across uh, this father and daughter, Tom and uh, uh, Sarah, and wor- worms her way into their house. Now, they there is a mother, the wife, but she's very sick and she's on oxygen. And it's just a thriller about the way that Ivy is this 17-year-old girl, which we'll get to it. Anyway, why explain the synopsis? (laughs) Um, Ivy is this random 17-year-old girl that finds herself in the crosshairs of um, Sylvia, played by Sarah Gilbert, Darlene. And um, they end up becoming friends, and she takes uh, Ivy home to meet her father and her mother. And basically, everybody starts to fall in love with Ivy. And soon, uh, and and her and Sylvia become best friends, but then it turns. It went from Sylvia being best friends with Ivy and everybody loving Ivy to now Sylvia seeing how Ivy is manipulative or uh, not really being focused on being her her friend anymore is kind of warming up to her father and all these things that Ivy puts into place to kind of cement herself as maybe the new woman of the Uh house. 
it's kind of an interesting movie. You could tell it's a 90s movie and it's kind of outdated in some ways, themes and fashions, but I always liked it. Where it is problematic both in the movie and in real life is that, like I said before, uh, these are teenagers. That was me, right? Yeah, it was a gunshot. Yeah, they're shooting around here. God damn. Sorry, viewers. We, we're in the trenches here. <laughs> Mary Donald, if it had. <laughs> oh, it's a hard knock life for me. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So, uh, where it's problematic is that basically uh, these are teenagers. Sylvia and Ivy portray 17 year olds, and this man is like in his 40s and 50s, and he's married. That's where it's problematic in the movie. Where it's problematic outside the movie is that when Drew Barrymore got this role, she was only 16 years old. Now, granted, um, they do use, I found out later, of course, that they do use body doubles, of course, for a lot of the scenes. But I want y'all to know that things get explicit. Oh. Things get, things get nasty. So it's like. Drew Barrymore was 16 years old and was this was like her first role after she had came out of rehab and was like living a sober life from being uh, a, a, a child actor. And she was acting and hugging up and making up with this like 40, 50 year old actor man. That kind of threw me off when I learned about that a few years ago and it was like kind of put me off. So I haven't watched Poison Ivy in years, but I still do appreciate it because I just. I love a thriller. I love Drew Barrymore. I love Sarah Gilbert. So, and and the story's not bad, but yeah, it's definitely one, it has moved into more of a problematic fave of mine. A few things. Um, now that you talked about it, I do remember it, and we had talked about it before, just because I like Sarah Gil Sarah Gilbert. So I feel like that's the only reason I watched it. I do not remember it at all, though. Mm -hmm. It was kind of coming back to me once you were mentioning it, but I, I still wouldn't remember it. Um, and I did not know Drew Barrymore was a rehab. I just don't know that much about her. Yeah, she's she's lived a she's lived a full life. Yeah, and I feel like I'm, that might be a media I actually watch. Yeah, I I mean, granted, I might have just spoiled the story for people out there, but I definitely think if you don't watch it, like watch the trailer just so you can kind of get a feel of what that movie is. Um, very scandalous, but I'm not gonna lie, it is very entertaining. Is it some is it something that definitely should be looked at under the microscope of why we told this story and used the actors of that age? Yes, that should probably be um analyzed more, but um it's already happened, it's out there, so <laughs> you can't do much for it. I will say it did spawn a few sequels. Um, they're all terrible. I've watched two of them. They're the worst movies you could ever imagine. <laughs> I, I'm Googling it as you talked, and I was just about to mention the sequels if you watch them. Yeah, there's one with Jamie Presley in it, and I watched it because Jamie, I love Jamie Presley, and I was like, why the fuck did I do this to myself? <laughs> they're, they're all bad. Alyssa Milano. Mm-hmm. She's in Poison Ivy 2. They're just not good. <laughs> and, and, yeah. and the and the and the first one has its, its plot holes and problems too. So you could imagine if all these other ones went straight to video, straight to DVD, they also don't hold up. <laughs> but anyway, that's mine. 
What about you, sir? That's a good one. Um, mine today is a book called The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. Okay. Uh, I really like the book. It's about Addie LaRue, and she's from back in time. I don't even remember when, but, like, way back. <laughs> and she's supposed to get married or something, and she doesn't want to get married. So she goes to the forest at night, and they always say, like, you know, don't go in there with the old gods. The, the gods that come out at night, because, like, you know, it's not a good deal what they give you. But mm-hmm. she doesn't care. She just wants to be free. She does not want to be married. So she goes out there. She, like, puts something in the dirt. I forget what it was. To, like, give as a offering to the god. And he comes and he gives her. He makes a deal with her that, you know, she can be free. She can have the life she wants and everything. But there's a catch. When she leaves the room, the people won't remember her. So okay. it goes to, like, present time and how she has to, like, survive and make life as a person that no one remembers. So she gets a hotel room and she pays, but then the person leaves and they're like, why is there a woman in the hotel room? Because that's, they don't remember her. That's crazy as hell. So, yeah. So she's always, she has to like learn how to like make sure to get a bill, like a receipt or something like, Oh, you forgot me or something. And mm-hmm. she, she mostly steals to get her right. But, I would. <laughs> yeah. But what happens if she gets caught? She has to, like, just run so they, like, lose sight of her so they forget about her. I'd but punch him then... and then run. <laughs> you got to stun him. <laughs> <laughs> but then one day she goes into a bookstore. And this is all to be dating, so I'm not really spoiling that for anything. And it's, like, in the synopsis. Okay. One day she goes into a bookstore and she steals a book. And the book clerk named Henry stops her and he says, what are you doing? Like, after she walks out, he, like, follows her and says, what are you doing? And she tries to make up a lie and get away from him, but he remembers her. And it's like, like, oh, my God, bitch. (laughs) Yeah, you can remember me. And it's kind of their story together and how she's trying to get out of her deal. And then this darkness character who is the old god keeps coming back to her and saying, you know, I could end it at any time if you just say you want to end it. Because it's hard not knowing who you are. And she can't, like, write her name down because it'll disappear. She can't She can't leave any trace that she is a person. Mm-hmm. And how I'm explaining it, you would think, like, you would not relate to it or it'd be, like, a weird book. But I honestly felt like I was, like, Reading it, I just kept hearing the song Killing Me Softly in my head because it's like, damn, this is related to me so much. And it's it's just such an amazing book. The author did a really good job that she can write this thing that's totally unrelatable and make you relate to it so much. Mm-hmm. And here's a quote from it that I actually really love. And it says, blink and you're 28 and everyone else is now a mile down the road and you're still trying to find it. And the irony is hardly lost on you that in wanting to live, to learn, to find yourself, you've gotten lost. Just so beautiful. You're so poetic with your choices. <laughs> it's it's a really good book. She, she's a popular author and I haven't read her other works, but I recommend that one. Okay. In the year 2040, when I start reading books again, <laughs> first on my list. First. I am... Right now, I'm reading two books. One is The Hacienda, and mm-hmm. one is 
the dinner party? I think it's a dinner party. Are you party. sure you're reading it? <laughs> it's the <laughs> dinner party? The dinner guests. Mm. Okay, the problem with me is I will read a book and I don't know the title a lot if it's on my Kindle. You don't absorb things. You just read them and then you leave them. I absorb the books. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that is all for today's episode, unless you have anything to add. No, pretty successful. Loved it. Loved it. You know, felt like I was in a storm in Japan. <laughs> That's the best girl ever. Call me Tokyo. This shit's hilarious. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Please tell us if you found a hero in the story. <laughs> tell us if you believe China, if you believe Rob. Who do you guys believe? Yeah, who's more toxic? <laughs> and if there's any woman out there who've had a C-section and they know at the four-week mark, would you be able to do all these things? Let us know. Yeah, I'm going to talk to my mama. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Reach out to us on our socials, which will be listed down below. It's been wonderful. Bye. See you. None. I have the je ne sais quoi. What's that mean? That special thing. Je ne sais quoi? Yeah. What does that mean? Je ne sais quoi. What, what does it mean, though? What's the translation? Je ne sais quoi. <laughs> What what does it mean? Men's quoi. <laughs> okay. I don't yeah. think you know what it means. I don't know. I forgot the the the, the, the exact um translation, but I know it's just like that thing. It's just that this she they got that thing, that it factor, that X factor. Oh okay. let me look it up now because you got me all thinking I don't know my fucking words. A quality that cannot be described or named easily. See? <laughs> I just I never heard it before. You've never heard Genese Qua? Genese Qua? You're that's uncle. That's a that's that's uncultured swine right there. You can't be like that, Jose. You're supposed to know these things. Because I don't know French. Jose, nobody knows. Not everybody knows French, but everybody knows that saying. That Je ne sais quoi. Yes. I don't believe you, Jose. Not you not knowing je ne sais quoi. <laughs> I don't. And not me saying it this many times that I think I know I'm saying it wrong. <laughs> Get out of here. Okay. In, in the call. In the call. <laughs> I'm ready to do it. Should I say call?